The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real. You're already working hard to earn your money. But how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment automated investment and savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert built portfolios of low cost exchange traded funds. You know, I love those exchange traded funds. There's automated investing technology. And as part of that automated rebalancing, many of you have been asking about rebalancing and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own with Betterment. Easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Sunday, May 7th, and we are here trying to help you make sense of whatever's going on in the larger economic world, but more specifically, to really help you walk through different decisions you make throughout your whole life. And often big decisions have financial implications. And if that's something that you're thinking about, we'd love to assist you. Just go to JillOnMoney.com, click the Contact Us button, and let us know if you'd be willing to come on the air. While you're on the website, check out all the great free content, our other podcasts. There's a radio show, the blog, resources, video, and our free weekly newsletter right there at jillonmoney.com. Today, we are talking to Adam, who's on the line from Boston. Thank you so much for for, uh, having me on. I just wanted to um, get a sense of, um, I sent you an email with uh, plenty of details, I hope, and just trying to get a sense of um, our financial situation. My wife and I, we recently had a baby, so our you know, our situation has changed and want to, you know, just make sure that there's nothing aside from life insurance and wills that we know we need um, because I listened to you. So, so you wrote to me and you said that you and your wife make about 220 grand a year together. You got some real estate. So you both own studios and now you rent them out and you've got another new place. So where you're living right now, what is the value of that place? Uh, like 700,000. Uh-huh. And a mortgage outstanding? Um, like 540. Right now, with the two other properties that you both came into the marriage with, right? These other properties that you're renting, they're covering their expenses basically? Or, you, or is one like a moneymaker and one a loser? How does it shake out? 
One is making uh, money and the other one is covering all expenses, um, truly, including taxes, condo fees, um, and, you know, even, um, you know, maybe a couple hundred dollars a month for, um, you know, turnover and things like that. So I don't consider that a profit, but it's nonetheless uh, covering expenses. And that one, uh, I have a mortgage um, above 300000 on it at 4%. It's um, valued at like four four hundred eleven thousand. Hmm. Okay. And the other one, how does that look in terms of the financing? It's considered a, a co-op. So the financing was kind of weird. So we owe um, 90000 on that one at, uh, and it's at like 5%. And the conservative value on that one would be like 350000 And that one is netting you know, about $1,000 a month. All right. So not a big impetus to do anything with that necessarily. But do you think you're going to keep these as rentals? Do you think that well, we're going to we're going to eventually sell them? This is like our beautiful summer home on the Cape or I'm making this up. But is there is what's the intention? It would have to be something like that to motivate us to to unload them at this point. Otherwise, you don't see a good reason to and maybe keep it as part of our like, you know, who knows, like retirement like portfolio, if you will. I've kind of justified the only contributing 10% of my employer 401k and then maxing out my Roth every year. I've justified that by having this kind of as part of my um, projected retirement. Okay. So right now, retirement accounts, um, just give me a, a ballpark about how much money you guys have saved and how much are you putting in? You said you're putting in a bunch of money, but you're not maxing them out. My wife is maxing out her just as of you know recently, and I am putting 10% in mine and I have um, 137000 in a uh, TSP account, partially in like a, a target date and then the rest in um, the S fund or. Yeah, yeah. The C fund, the S fund. Right. And and, and then I have um, about 95000 in a um, Vanguard Roth um, IRA. Okay. That's great. You said thrift savings plan. So are you going to be entitled to a pension? Yes. Oh, I like that. That's another reason why I'm not so I'm not going to freak out on you about not maxing your retirement accounts. It sounds like you're putting a lot of money away. When you first sent us an email, you wrote, but do I need an advisor? As I go through and hear you talk about this, I don't think you need an advisor at all. I mean, I think you are doing great um, in terms of putting money away. I love the idea that you guys are, you know, essentially, you know, not 100% maxing out, but you're pretty close to maxing out retirement. The rentals, I mean, look, you're there, you're, you know, you're, you're not like you're managing a property 3000 miles away. Nothing is costing you money. It'll become a pain in the neck at some point, I presume, or it'll make so much money that you're like, ah, eh, I'll hire a manager for this. You know, like life's going to probably take precedence. Did you open up a 529 plan? Yeah, we did. And, um, and contributed the $2,000. Massachusetts has like a state tax credit um, up to $2,000. So that's what we put in um, for this year. I think it's great. That's fantastic. So I'm going to give you a few little thoughts. Before we got on the air, you said you'd done your wills and your insurance and all that. So I'm just going to pat you on the head or you haven't. I think we're underinsured. So we each have replacement and like one year's replacement uh, life insurance. But I, I know that we're probably a little um, underinsured. Given the amount of money you have and you have real estate, I know you have assets, but you're also young. You're 35. Go see what a million dollar 20-year term life insurance costs. It's like bupkis. It's not that expensive. And I would just get it. You're both healthy. Just get it. That's all you need. And you're going to be fine. And the wills, you said we're done? No, we got to do that. 
Oh my God. Listen to the shame that has happened. Mark, I didn't even shame him. And he shamed himself. He's like, no. In this, in this situation, I know that usually you, um, you recommend spending the money and hiring, going to a lawyer or whatever to have something written up. But sometimes, you know, one of those online services are okay. Um, Look, I think, could you do an online service? Just go and do, you can get started. Go to policygenius.com and go through their module and see if it says it bumps you out. Because it may bump you out and say, hey, you know what? You have too many assets or it's too complicated. At the very least, just do that. You're home. And then get your asses in gear and get an attorney. One other thing that came up um, while we were going through our assets and we kind of um, we had talked about, I knew about, but um, rediscovered that my wife has um, like 73,000 with Lincoln Financial Group that was, you know, uh, invested I guess, on her behalf by her parents. It's in her name. Um, my thought is or my sense is that we should do something uh, with that. For one, it was really difficult to log into the site. So that's reason enough for me to also to maybe uh, bring it over to one of the either Fidelity or Vanguard where um, where we're currently. Uh, yeah, I would definitely do that. I mean, consolidation works. If it's Lincoln Financial, just be sure to check out what kind of an account it is. It could be an annuity, which means that to move it out will potentially cause a tax event. If it's just straight up mutual funds and it's taxable, fine. But if it's a non-qualified annuity that someone put in her name, then the money that you pull out of the contract might be taxable. The difference between what was put in and what the value is now is all ordinary income. And you should know that. I'm not saying you should keep it in there, but you got to just know it going in. Well, that's good because I think that that's what it is because I couldn't find the damn fund when I was on the website. I did finally log in once and I just don't, I didn't have the bandwidth to get back over to try to do that. But I think that that's probably what is going on there. So here's your problem that just so you, I will help you know that what's going to happen is someone threw some money into an annuity. If you have a statement, I know this is like way old school, call. And then you say, what is the tax event if I surrender this annuity? Number one, is there any fee to get out? And number two, what taxes would I have to pay? So you want to know what the cost basis is and then what is the value today? And it's not long-term capital gains. It's ordinary income. So any money that has been earned since the moment it was invested to when she takes it out, that's all ordinary income that just adds to your taxable income. I mean, it still may be worth it to do it because it's probably a, an expensive and crappy product, but just to know that. And then one last thing that before I let you go, I don't think you need target date funds. I just think that, you know, you, you kind of want to replicate what you're doing in your thrift savings plan everywhere else, just like a broad stock market index, a broad bond market index. You know, maybe you want to do an international or a small cap, something a little different, but you got enough money now that you can start allocating this yourself. Got it. Good? Good. Yeah. Thank, thank you. Thank you, thank you. If you have something going on in your financial life or in your real life and it has to touch your money in some way, give us a holler. Go to jillonmoney.com, click the Contact Us button, and do let us know if you'd like to come on the air. And if you want a little bit more of us, we've got a lot of other stuff on the website as well as our brand new service, Jill on Money Live, which grants you access to quarterly live webinars and other special content. We just did a great interview with Gina Smilik from the New York Times, all about the Federal Reserve. We got all that information ahead of the uh, release of the big Fed report on Silicon Valley Bank and ahead of the failure of 
First Republic Bank. It was so great to have that extra information. I know it helped me in reporting. So that was good. All right. We're very grateful that you listen every single day. We really do appreciate it. Um, Maybe you're putting your hands metaphorically on our back. We're going to go right back to you and do the same. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. My 13-year-old acts like a puppy again. Almost overnight, she's a different dog. Perfect poops. When people switch their dog's food to the farmer's dog, the effects can seem like magic. But there's no magic involved. It's simply real meat and vegetables with all the nutrients dogs need, instead of highly processed pellets. No tricks, just smarter, healthier pet food delivered in packs portioned for your dog. It's amazing what real food can do. Get 50% off your first order at thefarmersdog.com slash nomagic50.